You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is our second podcast on the climate change series. And today we're going to be talking about Teleperformance's environmental roadmap. We're going to be discussing topics such as our SBTI goals, what is our roadmap for the next couple of years, along with what is our COTP initiative and what do we do with it. The guest today was Clementine Gauthier. She's our Senior Vice President for the CSR Department here in our Paris offices, and she's been leading this project with SVTI and the Greenhouse Gas Protocol for the last couple of years. So without further ado, let's dive into the conversation, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who don't know Clementine, she is our CSR lead here in Teleperformance. And today we're going to be discussing uh, one of her biggest projects that is related to the environment under our Citizens of the Planet community. Hi, Savdig. Thanks for inviting me for this exciting podcast about environmental challenges. I'm very glad to be here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so I guess our first question would be on how did Teleperformance get started into this whole environmental journey? Because it's a really big journey and I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions on this. Sure. So our global environmental initiative called Citizen of the Planet was started back in 2008 by our founder and CEO, Daniel Julia. So it's quite a long journey, as you see. Uh, the program has basically two main objectives. One is to raise awareness to our stakeholders and mainly our employees on climate change issues, on environmental matters, etc. And to do so, we organize uh, very frequent environmental campaigns where we invite all of our stakeholders uh, to join us uh, in, for example, uh, planting some trees, cleaning up um, public spaces, uh, shutting, uh, switching off the lights for earth hour, etc., etc. The second objective, and one of the probably the, the most important actually, is also to reduce teleperformance own carbon emissions so we can also reduce our negative impact on the environment. So this is all very interesting. Uh, this leads into the next into the following two questions. The first one being on why was it so important to have an environmental community within teleperformance? Like why was this relevant for us in so as you at know, home? We, yeah, sure. As you know, we are a very big organization. We have uh, more than 400 sites all over the world in 88 countries. So even if we are not a big industrial company, we still have a significant impact on the environment due to the to our size, essentially. Uh, we are a community of uh, 420,000 employees all over the world. So it means that we all consume uh, energy, uh, fuel, water, a lot of resources to operate and to do all of our services on a daily basis. So it was very important for us to commit, and especially due to the emergency of, uh, of climate change, uh, we know that everyone has to act, and there's no small, uh, small act to have, really. We, we all need to be on board. So it was important to start this community, uh, and we have uh, uh, COTP ambassadors in all of our subsidiaries who help us on a daily basis to embrace these actions, these environmental actions, uh, and to make sure that our global environmental commitments are then uh, implemented uh, locally as well. So just another question, because we have been talking a lot, especially tourist sites and uh, the people who are involved in these activities, we talk a lot about the science-based target initiative, and we mentioned briefly the greenhouse gas protocol through, you know, scopes one, two, and three. 
So if you could give us maybe a little bit explanation to what these are and why is it so important for us, an international group, to have this in place? Sure. So each organization generates some carbon emissions. These carbon emissions are briefly uh, segmented into three scopes. Scope one is everything related to fuel consumption and refrigerants. Scope two is electricity. And scope three is basically all of the emission that happens in our value chain. So not directly in our uh, operational boundaries, but in our value chain. So for example, that the sense of employee commuting, business travels, uh, supply chain, etc. So all of this emission that happened because of our activities. Uh, so that's the GHG protocol that has a very clear methodology on how we should uh, calculate and report on all of these consumptions. Then you also have a very robust methodology called the science-based targets, uh, which basically helps companies define some carbon uh, reduction targets and make sure that these targets are ambitious enough to respect the Paris Agreement and to contribute to limit global warming to well below two degrees Celsius. So by committing to the SBTI, that was very, a very important step for teleperformance. Uh, we did that last year in 2021. It was very important for us to make sure that we were into this global framework, that our carbon reduction targets were uh, tangible, ambitious, robust, uh, and well in line with all of these global organizations. So on this on this same topic of uh, targets and roadmaps, what is can you give us a little bit of an insight into what is a roadmap and why do we want to go in this direction in general? Like why are we setting these targets and what are they essentially? So as a first step, we have set up some SBTI targets uh, from 2019 to 2026. We have two targets. One relates to scope one and two. So basically all the emissions that happen within our operational boundaries, fuel, refrigerants and electricity. In that aspect, we aim at reducing our emissions per FTE by 49% from 2019 to 2026. And we also have a second target uh, concerning the scope three emissions. So all of these indirect emissions happening in the value chain. For us, it relates to supply chain and to employee commuting. And we want to reduce those by 38.3% per FTE uh, from 2019 to 2026 as well. So that's a, a very uh, uh, ambitious step, uh, of course, to try to reduce uh, all of this and put us in the right uh, path to be then carbon neutral by 2040. That's our second commitment. We have joined the Climate Pledge, a coalition of uh, more than 200 or close to 300 companies by now, uh, which all intend to be carbon neutral by 2040. A question that I've been getting a lot, a lot, yeah, recently a lot, excuse me is on what happens after 2040? Like, do we have plans for this? Do we plan to, what, what, how do we envision moving once we're at this 2040 mark? So the first mark, uh, as I said, is really the 2026 uh, for the, the first uh, milestone <laughs> of SBTI. Uh, then uh, in a couple of years, we will have to submit again uh, new SBTI targets with a longer term and probably a more ambitious uh, trajectory because uh, the standard back then was to keep global warming well below two degrees, mm -hmm. right? But now we are already moving into a minus 1.5 degree. Uh, we've seen all of the latest uh, reports from climate yeah, specialists. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll need to be more, more aggressive, more ambitious. Uh, so that will be uh, the second step. 
And then ultimately, uh, our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040, so 10 years uh, before the, the Paris Agreement. And just the last question, is there something we could recommend to our employees to do when they are in the offices or at home to help into this transition? Absolutely. As we said at the beginning, it's very important. Everyone can join. Everyone can help. Uh, there's no little gest gesture. Everything counts. Uh, so when we take a look at our impact as an organization, we have, of course, a, quite a big share, which is electricity. So on that, we are uh, embarked into a major uh, roadmap to try to adopt more renewable energy. We have been able to double the amount of renewable energy in a couple of years, uh, from 11% in 2019 to 21% in 2021. And we want to achieve at least 30% of renewable energy in our total energy consumptions by 20, 2026. So that's one. And if you are working from home, you can also help by uh, getting a green supplier, for example, is that something that is available in your market uh, and also have this, uh, this positive impact uh, from your personal, uh, personal life. Then we also have a, a set of, uh, of guidelines and little, uh, the little quizzes and, and, uh, and, and little tips on how on a daily basis you can also reduce your own consumptions. So if you want to refer to my TP, there's a full workspace on Citizen of the Planet uh, with a very uh, nice guide called the 10 ways to go greener at work, uh, where you will learn a lot on how you can reduce on a daily basis your, your impact, uh, whether it is by saving uh, consumption, uh, by optimizing the way you're using your computers, for example, or using water, etc., etc. And another big impact you can also have in case you still commute to the office is to try to uh, convert to more uh, to greener ways to commute, right? So uh, as much as possible, let's try to avoid the private car. If you don't have other options than the private car, then let's think about uh, carpooling, for example, <laughs> at least. <laughs> and, uh, and obviously, if you can uh, uh, prioritize uh, bicycle or walking in case you are lucky enough to to be nearby or uh, public transportation then your impact is actually amazing the impact you have uh, uh, you're reducing by <laughs> really a lot, <laughs> a lot uh, your your impact on a daily basis and just a little note on the mighty p we do try to update it regularly <laughs> so it's not uh let's say out of dated page we regularly try to put new content on it so just a little note that three months from today you may have more either articles or activities to do so it's definitely something i do recommend anyone listening to check out uh, it's very very engaging or we try to make it very engaging <laughs> absolutely and you can find a lot of tips there uh, learn uh, potentially some new stuff about environmental aspects and i also recommend if you're interested to join all of our campaigns uh, that the cotp ambassadors organize locally uh, for example the world cleanup challenge that happens in september the health day in march and april uh, tree planting activities etc there's a lot uh, going on uh, i'm sure that in every of your of your places you can find some very uh, exciting uh, community actions so feel free Definitely. to join and, and reach out if you're interested so these are all the questions that I had for today. So thank you so much for joining me and for giving us a very clear view into why is this important for us as a, as a group and as individuals as well. Thank you very much, Dab, and I, I hope we inspired some more people to join the action today. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. 
Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.